Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Good Night Show with me, Daniel Van Kirk. It is Friday, July 31st, around 12 a.m. Rochelle, Illinois time, and I am glad that you are here. As always, I am joined by my producer and my friend, Noah Eberhardt. Noah, good night to you. Good night to you. Uh, how's well, your Daniel. week? It's been, uh, it's, there have been One some ups, since you ups and downs. I'm oh, sorry, what? <laughs> I love that song. No, it's been, a, I'll, I'll say a little bit more about it in my, in my positive note, but it's, it's been a, it's been a, a decent week. And today is the, I think the 16th anniversary of my bar mitzvah. So there's that. Ooh, did you have a theme? Not, not really a theme. No. Okay. No. What was yeah, a highlight? Was Do you remember a highlight from your bar mitzvah? Um, well, the big thing that happened was I was on the dance floor, you know, dropping some hot moves, sure. uh, and I sprained my ankle at no. my own bar mitzvah reception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't that, that wasn't great, but it was uh, still fun. I still had a good time. But how yeah, late in the night was it when you did it? It was like halfway through the reception, I'd say. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm more bummed about it than you are. I think I was probably bummed about it at the time, but God now I look it. back and I'm like, wow, yeah. Did you do you remember <laughs> any of the prayers? Um, yeah, but I'm not gonna I'm not pump pimping you. This isn't <laughs> fucking Carson. In- I remember some of the prayers. I don't remember any of my Torah verse or Haft Torah portion that I had to do. I, gotcha. That's all gone. Because you basically have to memorize it. You just read it so many times that you have to basically internalize it. Um, hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, when you read Hebrew, basically when you read Hebrew from the Torah, there yeah. aren't any vowels. Right. So you have to already know what the words are, unless you just can already speak Hebrew and read Hebrew. Right. But if you, you don't, then you have to basically memorize it. Yeah. Uh, maybe we could talk about this next Thursday, if we remember. But uh, did you listen to Seth Rogen on WTF? Uh, no, but I, I've I've read a little bit about about his comments. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, maybe we'll talk about it next week. Um, yeah. All right. Well, cool, dude. Yeah, we'll talk about how the week is going. But in the meantime, I want to remind some stuff of some people about some stuff that's happening. And those people would be you, our listeners. You can be a part of this show by texting or leaving a voicemail at 609-955. That's 609-644-4855. Or email me at thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. Especially on days like today. If you're hearing this right now and you've got something positive in your life, tell me about it. Give me a call. Leave me a voicemail. Send me an email. That's what makes this episode great is when we get to read some great stories and hear some great stories from all of you. Guess what else? We're doing a whole bunch of game nights. Yes, I talked about it last night, but I'm going to say it again. Tuesday, August 11th, we're doing camp game nights. There's two, sh- two. I almost said shows, but it's not a show. It's a hang. There are two possibilities to hang with me that night. There's the happy hour at 4 p.m. Pacific or the night owl at 7 p.m. Pacific. And I would love it to have some of you there. It's just going to be fun. Us just sitting around playing games. I can't say much more about it. Tickets are very, very limited for that. Saturday, August 22nd, we're doing a, just a traditional game night. We'll probably play some Jackbox, maybe some new games. We'll see. Again, there's a happy hour and a night owl option. You can also be in the audience for that. For a reduced ticket price of only $7, if you want to just be in the audience and hang, you'll still be able to chime in in the chat. And uh, you know, I'm sure I, I, I might shoot out a, a, 
hi to you or something like that and and make you feel like you're part of it because you are you're just hanging in the audience so if that's something that you're interested in you can do that for the jackbox again though very limited tickets for the people who are actually playing in the game night hang with me and then saturday august 29th we're doing bingo night that's at 7 p.m rochelle time 5 p.m pacific we're going to play bingos there's going to be details and informations there's two options for tickets for that you can actually win real prizes and i don't know if it's up yet but it it will be. If you need information for any of this stuff, just go to danielvankirk.com, go to shows, click on the one that I'm talking to you about. You'll find all the details right there. You might even be able to just click right from there and have an email go straight to me because what you need to do if you're interested in any of this is just email the game night or the game night, the good night pod at gmail.com, put game night in the subject heading. And as I said yesterday, if we have more people who want to play, then we have spots to give away. We're just going to do a random drawing. And then if we do this again next month, we will uh, we will first do the random drawing if there's more people to those who haven't gotten to play yet. So we'll get to you. You'll get to hang. But between bingo, which is a lot of people and the audience for the Jackbox version of game night, you, you have plenty of ways to get to play in August no matter what. Some of the last times I'm going to tell you, Saturday, August 15th, Nowhere Comedy Club. Go to danielvankirk.com for tickets. We're doing a live Dumb People Town with Jim Gaffigan. There are very few tickets for this. As I'm telling you this right now, we over 90% sold out. So, people, let's hang. Let's do a show. That's, that's when it's a show and a hang. Dumb People Town. It'd be great if you were there for it. Okay, it's Friday, which means we're talking about things that make us happy. And this is great. We're going to start out with uh, some stuff from you guys. We have a text from the 337 area code. A good night gang member sends in and says, one of my best friends got a transfer to a new school that she's been wanting to teach at for two years that is right down the street from my school. And another best friend transferred to a doctor's office that she's been wanting to work at as well. Gratitude keeps us resilient. See, that's awesome. I love that. Because when you found out that your friend was going to be teaching just down the street from you and that another friend was going to be at a doctor's office that she's been wanting to work at, that just made you happy. That was some good news. You put a W in the column for that part of the day. So I love hearing that. Congrats, 337 area code. I hope that means that you and your friends get to see each other more. All right. We also have a voicemail from Domani. I'm going to play that right now. Daniel Van Kirk. And Noah, no Mike. Hey, um, this is Damani, formerly of Austin, Texas, now of Nashville, Tennessee, for the past couple of days. I'm leaving this voicemail for a positive push Friday. So my positive push is uh, something that's kind of selfish, but um, I feel really good about it. Um, I happen to have gotten a new job and moved halfway across the country from Austin to Nashville um, I got re- I work in construction. I got a call from a recruiter one day. Um, a company was looking for a fresh young face to help start a vision of their company in Nashville and um, went through the steps from the um, HR recruiter to branch manager, his boss, all the way up to the CEO in a few weeks and got the job and packed up all my stuff, my girlfriend, my dog, my cat, um, and moved up to Nashville. And I just feel blessed that I could uh, get a job, get a new job that I wasn't even looking for in a time that has uh, been difficult for a lot of people around this country. 
Daniel, seen you twice in Austin, Texas. Um, well, three times in Austin, Texas. Moon Tower, um, a show a couple years ago, and then the last show that you did live um, at the uh, Cap City Comedy. Uh, gave you a letter, but I think that my handwriting was pretty bad since I haven't heard it on Pen Pals. Um, um, thanks for everything you're doing. Really appreciate it. Uh, and, and that's about it. Thanks. Bye. Thanks so much, Damani. I love getting a voicemail like that. And it's great to hear that, uh, that, uh, that's, you have great news. And I love the part where you're like, I think it's kind of selfish. Dude, you're saying something great from your own life. That's inherently going to be selfish. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a negative. Uh, if, if you're telling something that's good that's happened to you, we're very, very happy to hear that. What I love is that uh, you went for it. You said, you know what? This is a new opportunity for me. Nothing is permanent if I don't want it to be. And I mean, I was going to say except for a tattoo, but even then, you can get them removed. Um, and, and you, you went for it and I love that to me, that might be like what my takeaway of like one of the biggest things, but again, I'm a person who did the same thing for something that I wanted to try. I also imagine everyone is excited about this move, except the cat that the, that, that, uh, you could have left the cat with enough food and they would have been like, yeah, just come back. If that construction job doesn't work out, I'm, I'm good over here. Uh, Nashville is a great town. Austin is a great town. So, I mean, you're just trading like one super fun city for another. And, uh, I love, I love getting, I love getting that information with someone just hearing that something great happened in their life. And so cool that you came out. Thanks for all the support for coming and seeing me so many times when you say moon tower and then cap city, I imagine that the other show was probably a Wednesday night for the for the together tour when I was at the Velveeta room. So Domani, thank you so much for coming out. I, you know what? Everything kind of went crazy right when I got back here, but I'm going to dig back in, see if maybe I put your letter in my luggage or something. I guarantee it's with all the other ones and I bet you I've read it. So don't, uh, things have just kind of been so nuts. I don't think, uh, I don't think that you're out of the running for getting your pen pals letter read on the air, but thank you so much for listening to that podcast as well. And congrats again. Uh, happy for you. All right, let's take a quick little break. When we come back, we've got some, uh, just some positive fun stories that Noah and I have our positive stories from our own life as well as a riddle. We'll be right back after this. I want to tell you about high noon hard seltzer made with real vodka and real juice because there's a lot of fake out there, but things just got real. High noon sun sips are the easy drinking, great tasting, sun toasting, blue sky celebrating, memory making awesomeness in a can. Hard seltzers can be made from just about any mixture of soda, water, and alcohol. Some brands use malt liquors and sugar to flavor their drinks, but High Noon uses real vodka and real fruit juice for 100 calories of easy drinking, take anywhere deliciousness. High Noon Sun Sips are offered in four refreshing flavors, grapefruit, pineapple, black cherry, and watermelon, and the juice in each High Noon Sun Sip is real. They use a mix of juices to make each flavor, but everything comes from real fruit. High Noon Sun Sips come in packs of four and a variety 12-pack, and on their website, 
website, you can search for places near you to buy High Noon with their Where to Buy page. You can also check out your favorite grocery store, liquor store, or stay safe and practice distance socializing by checking with your preferred alcohol delivery service. High Noon is currently available in 32 states, but if they're not available where you are, contact them and see how they can help. So check out highnoonspirits.com and enjoy responsibly. High Noon Hard Seltzer. Things just got real. Okay, we are back. Now, this is a story that was uh, put together, put in here, as this whole rundown, I think, pretty much was by Lissa. It says, what's in their pockets? This is an article that says, what's in their pockets? An adorable look at what children around the world carry as treasure. Now, one of my nephews, Ronan, I know we all say that. This kid is like one of the goofiest, coolest kids I've ever met. He is a nut. All right? Uh, <laughs> he, he's not so much into it anymore, but there was a time there where he had a little bag and he would just constantly keep things in it. The most random shit. And it would, it's, some of it was essentially stealing. Like he'd find something he liked at grandma's house and he would just put it into his bag cause he liked it. Uh, so I love this article because of that. Here we go. Small children in different countries emptied the contents of their pockets and were asked about their haul from Argentina Argentina to the Ukraine. The results were as cute and baffling as you might expect. The biggest similarity among the international kids was candy. Half of them said it was their favorite thing to keep in their pocket. When asked if you could fit anything in your pocket, what would it be? William from the USA doubled down on his sweet tooth saying 5,000 pieces of candy. One memorable day, William's pockets contained Skittles with all the colors licked off. He told his parents the color of the Skittles were candies for Harry Potter. This kid's <laughs> awesome. The mother of Bilal, a five-year-old from India, answered with four words, my husband's credit card. Uh, I get <laughs> That's what was in there? That's what he had? Uh, that's pretty great. At least one parent believes uh, that surprise is no longer possible. Experience has taught us to never be surprised by what Wyatt manages to stash in his pockets. And they have pictures here of what these kids have. Um, like William, who wants all that candy, had a little cauldron. He had a transformer. He had some gummy bears. Uh, Bilal had a couple of cars, some coins, the credit card, and then just like a little tissue. Never, never, never wrong to carry tissue. Every grandma knows that. Um, Wyatt in the UK had a car, a little cereal bar, a little tank. And then he says, it's a good stick. I like dinosaurs. It's Batman's car. I like the stone and he's Snoopy. The marble is to remind him of a wish he has to own a ball. Guys, he has a marble to remind him that he wished he could own a ball. The parents of Dante, a four-year-old from Argentina, explained, Dante is very social and keeps gifts from his friends in his pockets or candies to share with them. And Dante has a little or Dante has a little picture card, a rubber toy, a pebble, a shell, a couple of coins, a scrunchie. I mean, the, these kids are like little pack rats. Do you remember Noah ever being a young child and like having weird things in your pockets? I can't remember carrying stuff in my pockets, but I definitely carried like little mementos. I had like a little cigar box full of like whatever was Hell important yeah, to me. Yeah, you did. 
<laughs> Lil No. Lil No. Just. Yeah. Uh, the, Dante also has candy with a tattoo in it. <laughs> All these kids have coins. It must be so interesting to find out what your kid picked up throughout the day and thought was worth like having in their life. Like even Wyatt has a little miniature T-Rex. This is great. Um, we found this article over at the Good News Network. So if you want to check it out and see some of those photos, you can. And I've now decided that anytime I meet a small child, maybe what would you say? Probably like under the age of seven or younger. I'm just going to ask them what they have in their pockets and just see where that conversation goes. Um, another story that I really like from here is coming from SunnySKYZ.com. A young boy wins a bike and then does something great. A young boy with a heart of gold gave his brand new bike to a neighbor who did not have a bike. Bike Planet of Memphis donated a bike to celebrate the grand opening of Covington Parks and Recreation Bike Park. Chase won the bike, but had bigger plans for the prize once he got home. He gave the bike to someone who didn't have one, his neighbor, Daniel. And I think it's like a $1,000 bike if I read that in the article wow. that I saw. Covington Parks and Recreation wrote, Does everyone remember Tr Chase? If you were there, you will never forget how his face lit up when he won the MT bike at our bike park grand opening on Friday. Donated from the people at, at, bike, uh, at Bike the Planet Memphis. Well, it turns out Chase has a heart of gold. When he got home, he gave his bike to his neighbor, Daniel, who did not have a bike. I love that. Uh, this is a story that I really loved as well. Man honors handshake from 28 years ago. Friends Tom Cook and Joe Feeney. These two love coffee. And <laughs> not cold. And with nothing in it, black, Jack Phillips style. Uh, friends Tom Cook and Joe Feeney shook hands in 1992, swearing that if either one of the pals won the Powerball jackpot, they would split the winnings no matter who bought the ticket. Tom of Elk Mound was frozen when he realized the Powerball ticket he bought was the $22 million jackpot winner. After he called Joe in Mononymy, Menominee, say it. Do, 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 do. Menominee. Uh, to tell him that the news and Joe, oh, to tell him the news and Joe, an avid fisherman, couldn't believe it. That's what I love. I love that we know that Tom is from Elk Mound and we know that Joe is an avid fisherman. That's all you need to know. He called me. This is Joe. He called me and said, Are you jerking my bobber? <laughs> I know these men. I know them through and through sold in 45 states. The overall odds of winning the Powerball jackpot are one in almost 300 million. Tom gave his two weeks notice and retired upon learning the news. So if you're just catching up, Tom won 22 million. And because he promised something 90 in 1992 to his buddy, Joe, he called him up and said, you're getting half of this. That's crazy. Like it pays to have friends guys. You want to talk about not being a failure. You might be a millionaire just by having friends. So Tom gave his two weeks notice upon learning the news. Neither have any extravagant plans for the winnings. Both took home nearly $6 million after taxes, but are looking forward to enjoying more family time. They do look forward to some traveling. Previously, Tom, Joe, and their wives took a road trip together in a small PT cruiser convertible. Mm -mm. For future road trips, they plan to upgrade their vehicle. They are going to live it up in an RV. I can't think of any better way to retire, Tom concluded. Love that story. It's just some good positivity. All right, Noah. 
What about you? What's your positive story, my friend? My positive story is that uh, this weekend I logged onto my Instagram account and uh, I actually found that it was completely gone. My personal Instagram account <laughs> it was just deleted. It what did do you not. Mean? It said it said this account does not exist. I've had this account for you know for years and years and years. Sure. It's my you know own personal Instagram account, mm-hmm. and so I kind of I freaked out. Uh, didn't know what to do, was reading online. I spent a couple days trying to figure it all out. And um, one thing I found online is that this just happens sometimes. It's a glitch. Okay. And uh, you can, they, they said the best thing you can do is if you know anyone at Facebook, because Facebook owns Instagram, reach out to them and see if they can like help you out. So through like a friend of a friend of a friend who works at Facebook, I was able to get the message through and um, they were able able to help me get my Instagram account back online. So that was really nice. Wow. And just people helping each other. And you're happy, I assume, now. Yeah, everything's good now. (laughs) I'm very relieved. I did not lose all of my photos, did not lose all of my friends. Um, You know well. Uh, I'm glad that came back, dude. Man, that would, uh, that would, that would, that would, I don't know. There's a part of me that would, at the end of the day, would be like, okay, I guess I'm just done. (laughs) But then, but then there's another part of me that would not be happy. I would be pretty upset, especially because Instagram is like, I know it's owned by Facebook, but I feel like it seems like they're doing a pretty good job of not letting one infiltrate the other. And, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, it, of all the social medias, it's the one that I feel is like the healthiest. Although I'm sure that that's just my personal experience. I'm sure it's very sure. easy to get sucked into like negative feelings and stuff on there. But uh, I guess for me, that would be the one I would want to lose the least. Exactly. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. Um, my positive story. I don't know. I have a few things. The scoreboard stopped working on my pinball machine, which freaked me out for half a day. And then I got it to work again. That felt really, really good. I was very happy to figure out what I was going to get Rory Scovel for his birthday. So that made me very happy to do. Uh, yeah, I think I just had a few little things this week that I was like, oh, that was that was good. Um, yeah. Yeah, just some other personal stuff. But I would say awesome. uh, finding a good gift for another person uh, always feels great to me because you're like, Hi. and then then it just becomes about did I nail it? And I I won't find out for a couple of weeks or at least a week. Um, all right, we do also do a, a riddle now. If you want to know the answer to this, join up with the Patreon. We have a lot of fun over there. Some really exclusive episodes and great stuff. You hear me talk about it every night, but you also get to find out the riddle early if in case it drives you nuts and you don't want to cheat, or you can wait until Monday. All right, Noah, are you ready for this? Sure. Here's the riddle to go into your weekend. You throw away the outside and cook the inside. Then you eat the outside and throw away the inside. What did you eat? Hmm. I'm going to read it to you again. You throw away the outside and cook the inside. Then you eat the outside and throw away the inside. What did you eat? Do you know? I don't know for sure. But I'll okay. have some guesses for sure during the during, during the, the weekend, weekend edition. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. For everybody else, good luck. Uh, I wonder if I, I, I feel like with riddles, you either have heard it before and you know the answer, or you or I can't figure it out. 
Um, but in the meantime, tonight's episode of The Good Night Show is produced by Noah Everhart. It was engineered and mixed by Brendan Lynch-Solomon with production assistance from Lissa Rubin. The theme music was composed by Chad Bouchard and the artwork was created by CM Dugan. Check out more of his work at cmdugan.com. If you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content at patreon.com slash thegoodnightshow. There you can sign up for The Good Night Show Weekend Edition as well as exclusive weekly episodes of some of our favorite topics. Plus, get a super cut of this entire week's worth of shows as well as access to the entire back catalog of the Hindsight Podcast. There are three Patreon tiers available, and the most comprehensive option is less than $10 a month. The Good Night Show is not part of any network, which means all proceeds go directly to the costs and the people that keep this show on the air. Your support matters and is greatly appreciated. One way to support is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about this little show. Thank you again for listening. I'm Daniel Van Kirk, and remember, no man is a failure who has friends. Good night. <laughs>